this is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much. With your daily devotion for what? August the 12th. Hope you're having an excellent day. Boy, did you see that thing fly? That's awesome. Hey, today we're going to be in the Proverbs, chapter 17. We're going to start with verse 1. And guys, I get a lot of questions sometimes, and people are saying, Matt, I really don't have a, a devotional time with God. You know, do you have any suggestions? Friends, one of my suggestions is this. There's 31 Proverbs. If you will just start with reading one proverb a day, get God's word on the innermost part of your soul. It will change you and you won't believe how it will teach you and refine you and it will bless you throughout the week, throughout the months, throughout the year because you're getting God's word flowing in and through you and it's cleansing you and it's giving you wisdom. So guys, today again, we're in Proverbs chapter 17, verse one, it reads like this. Better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. Oh my goodness. Have you ever gone to someone's house, they invite you over to a pool party and a barbecue? Okay, but sometime within the festivities, the husband and wife that invited you over, they start arguing, okay? Meaning their strife, they start nitpicking each other, okay? And, and you just feel awkward. Tracy and I have gone through this so many times where we're there and we're in an environment of hostility, of strife, of anger, of bitterness, of unforgiveness. You said this! You know what I'm saying? Well, that's your... I mean, are you kidding? We're supposed to be ambassadors for Christ. And here we are acting like heathen. Ah! Okay. But that's what this text is talking about. It's contrasting being dirt poor and being blessed versus having the riches of the world and having strife in your house and not having any peace. Okay. It's saying you would be better. Okay. To have just a little piece of crust. It's talking about, in the original language, toast. And you're like, toast? I love toast. Friends, here's the thing. You probably didn't know this about me. I love wheat toast in the morning, okay? A little butter, cut it in half, have a big glass of coffee. It's light, and I'm energetic, I'm on the road. That's free stuff. But listen, some people don't like crust, okay? And so they eat the inner part of the circle after they chop it in half. And so the crust is there. God's word is saying this. You would be better off having just a piece of crust but having peace. Friends, when you have strife in your house, it's a, it's a red flag. What's it a red flag for? That something's not right with that individual's relationship with Almighty God. Because here's the thing, if you're not right on the inside, you heard me do a devotion the other day on this, didn't you? You're not going to be right on the outside, okay? And here's the thing, whatever's on the inside is going to come out in a negative manner, okay? It happens all over the place. There are households that are filled with strife. Friends, here's the thing. I hate strife. I hate arguing. I hate bitterness. Listen very carefully. If you're not right with God, you're not going to be right with your spouse. You're not going to be right with your kids. You're not going to be right at work, okay? You're not going to be right when you're driving down the freeway when someone cuts you off. You're not going to be right when you're five carts back in Walmart and it's the first of the uh, month, okay? And just everybody has groceries, okay? And everything is angering you. And you're saying, what's going on? My relationship with God isn't where it needs to be, or I don't have a relationship with God. In every house, there seems to be, okay, when it's a Christian household, there's one person, one spouse is closer to the Lord than the other spouse, okay? That alone is going to bring a little friction, okay? In the same chapter of Proverbs 17, if we were to go to verse 9, it says this, He who covers an offense promotes love. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends, okay? Meaning the person who's closer to God is going to let that slight of comment, that, you know, that, that the cat call, that person's going to let that slide. 
they're going to overlook the offense. Why? Because they're closer to God. They understand where this is coming from, okay? It's coming from the flesh. It's coming from the self-light, okay? It's the thing of Satan. It's not of God. Listen, that's not, that's not the fruit of the Spirit. Give me a break. If you're acting like that, you're trying to justify yourself. God says those behaviors are of Satan, not of him. What is God? Love, peace, contentment, long-suffering, patience, kindness, kindness. Are you being kind to your spouse? That's a free one. Let's move on. Stop yelling at me. Come on. All right, verse 9. The man or woman who covers an offense promotes love, promotes peace, promotes Christ, promotes harmony, okay? Promotes and lays the foundation for a good life. But let's go to the other part of verse 9. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. But the person who decides to dig their heels in, it's my way. Oh, please, are you kidding me? Okay. And they don't want to get right with God because there's some area that they haven't given fully to God. And I don't know what that area is. Or they haven't given their life fully to God in the first place. Okay. And so there is what inside? There's a lot of things that shouldn't be there inside. The Prince of Peace. If you don't invite him to live in your house, he's not going to come. And it seems like there's a lot of houses that are divided because one person's on fire for the Lord and one person's ignoring the Lord. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, one person brings strife. One person's always trying to make amends. Okay, I, I can't tell you how many of these households. And again, when Tracy and I go to someone's house and there's strife, we feel uncomfortable because my wife and I, we don't argue at all. Zero. Zilch. And you're like, how's that possible? Through Christ? Matt, you got to argue sometime. We don't argue. All right. Let me just share, open up the books, okay? Our first year of marriage, been married 24 years. Our first year of marriage, we had an argument over a loaf of bread and spaghetti. I was making spaghetti and I wanted a French loaf of bread. I'm not going to eat spaghetti if I don't have French bread or garlic bread, okay? I didn't have a checkbook at that time, but my wife did, okay? And I was getting paid the next day and I wanted her to go down to the local store, write a check and get bread, okay? She didn't want to do it. She wasn't feeling good, okay? And she's not going to write a check unless money's in the bank. She's wise, okay? So I get in a temper tantrum and I pour the spaghetti upside down. Oh, no bread, no spaghetti. That's how I was in the beginning. Watch this, watch this very carefully. What did I, was I wrong? I absolutely was wrong. What was I doing? I was head of household dictating what the rest of the evening was going to be like. See, here's the thing. By your choices, decisions, by your mouth, by your attitude, okay, and by the things that you do, you will determine how everybody is going to respond around you. So if you're negative, everyone else is going to respond to you. If you're using your mouth in the wrong way to tear down and not to build up, everyone will be responding around you. The day will be set. The precedent will be what? Negative, okay? Is that you? Is that what you want? Some of you do that every day. Then when you start to feel better, you try to make amends. Friends, you lost it. Why don't you be in Christ from the beginning? You open your eyes to the time that you close them at night and trust God throughout the night to take Take care of you. If you're resting in Christ, you're not acting like the devil. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding around. Some of you are. Some of you are very harsh to your spouse, whether it's the woman to the man or the man to the woman. Listen very carefully, okay? I don't argue with my wife because I prayed for my wife, okay? God answered my prayer and he brought my best friend into my life. He brought my helpmate into my life. If we have a disagreement about something, you know what we do? We agree to disagree and we don't move forward. We stay and we pray. Okay, see, 
Satan would like you to think it's my rights, my will, it's all about me. And if the wife is doing that and the man's doing that, here's the thing, this is what you're doing. You're constantly going ahead doing that. You're likened unto a ram, okay, who's fighting another ram, and you got your horn stuck together, and no one's giving, okay? Here's the thing. Let me just share this with you, okay? Theology 101. Christ came and gave everything, okay? He gave it all. If you belong to him, you're a bond slave to Christ. You have no rights. Oh, man, man, no, you have no rights. You, he bought you back from hell. He created you. He's done everything. Now what am I doing? I'm resting. I'm abiding. I'm allowing his life to flow in and through me. Are you with me, guy? Listen very carefully. Are you with me? Now what am I doing? If there is, from time to time, something we don't see eye to eye on, we're not mad. I'm not demanding my rights. Why? Because my wife thinks one way. I think another way. Do I, do I care who's right? Listen very carefully. Do I care if my wife's right and I'm wrong? Or does she care if I'm right and she's wrong? No, it's not that. It's he's always right. And sometimes he will speak to my wife and she will counsel me and sometimes he will speak to me and I will counsel her but we always go to the source to find out what is the answer the answer is what let me just tell you this there's too many marriages out there that don't work because they want what they want instead of understanding God's principles his kingdom principles about a marriage friends you have to realize that Christ okay is the groom his church is the bride do you want him treating you like you treat your spouse? And the answer is an absolute no. What if God was off and on about how he felt about what you? What if God decided to wake up one morning in a bad mood and start showering your tail with lightning bolts, okay? And earthquakes and the earth opened up and sucked you in and you deserved every bit of it. That's justice. What about that? Would you like that? Well, he doesn't like how you behave in the morning or throughout the day. He wants you, watch this, consistent. See, a lot of people in their relationships and as individuals aren't consistent in their behaviors. They're up, they're down, they're up, they're, they're like the roller coasters I like to go on. Well, Matt, where are you going with this? A lot of the behaviors that people are exhibiting <laughs> are because you're not in right relationship with God. That which is wrong on the inside is flowing out, okay? And here's the thing, you're around people that you love. But they are witnessing it, and you are dictating what the day's going to be like, and they're always walking around you. They don't know if you're going to go off or if you're going to be in a good mood. And, and friends, it's like they're walking on eggshells. Why is that? Because you're not with God. You're not where you need to be. And I can't tell you what it is in your life that you're holding on to or what it is in your life that you haven't surrendered. It may be your soul and your life. You're still holding on to the self-life, okay? okay? Because once I'm giving my life to God, it's no longer my will. It's God's will. It's what he wants for me, okay? It's not my wife's right. I'm never fighting with my wife anymore because here's the thing. There's someone who is covering my marriage, who's blessing my marriage, who's protecting my marriage, who's guarding my heart, guarding my mind, and watching my tongue. It's King Jesus on the throne. And he is allowing me to be led by his spirit to the things that I could do any given day. What you need to do is what David did. David got before God and says, God, as much as I want to stay right before, before you, I don't even know my own heart. Will you search me? I know you already know me. Will you reveal what's wrong on the inside? If there's any iniquity, if there's any sin. Sometimes we've incorporated sin. We know what's causing the problem. You never thought that that pornography or that stealing or that cheating or that lusting or whatever it is in your life that you incorporate into your mind, to your imaginations was going to affect other things in your life. Sin always affects us, okay, in a negative manner.
Okay, you're not an island under yourself. When you incorporate garbage in your life, it will affect your wife, your kids, it will affect your income, it will affect your promotions because you cannot experience the favor and blessings of Almighty God. Now, what do I need to do? Self-examination, okay? If you already, here's the thing, you might not even need to do a self-examination. You might realize, hey, he's talking to me this morning, okay? Or this evening, that's me, Matt, that's my life. Figure out between you and the Holy Spirit, you and God, why am I acting like this, okay? Why can't I stop this, okay? So you're, you're, you're good 90% of the time, but 10% of the time you're lashing out, okay? Here's the thing, there's a problem on the internal part of you, okay? And it has to do with your relationship between you and God, or the lack of the relationship between you and God. Or it may have to do with something saying that you're a Christian, you belong to God, but you've incorporated all this trash and garbage into your life, okay? And, and really, is that the attributes of God Almighty, King Jesus? Would you do it with him next to you? And the answer is a big fat and oh, you know you wouldn't. So get rid of that. Forsake that garbage. Turn from, turn towards him. Repent. Ask God to come in there. Rededicate your life to Jesus Christ. What does that mean? It means I'm getting rid of the filth. I'm going to godly brothers. I'm making myself an accountability partner. I'm saying this is what I've been a part of. I've been doing this and this and this and this. And yes, you might need to buy the guy a cup of coffee because you might just blow his mind apart and his eyeballs might pop out of his head. Once you confess everything, would you pray for me? Would you keep me accountable? Then after you've cleaned your heart before Almighty God, ask God's Spirit, okay, for forgiveness, for grieving and quenching him because you haven't been doing what you were supposed after to do. You've asked for forgiveness, okay, and your conscience is clear and you feel good on the inside. You go to God, okay, because you've already gone to man. You say, Lord, would you help me? I don't want to be like this. I give you my life. I rededicate my life to you, okay? And start every day making the right decisions and choices. Muzzle the ox. Bite your tongue. You understand? I'm talking to women. I'm talking to men. I don't know who it is in your house that's bringing strife, but one of you are. And it's because you're not in right relationship with God. Because if you were, that wouldn't be taking place. Amen? 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 Someone bear a post, amen. Give me a thumbs up. It's hot out here. Oh, Tracy gave me an amen. All right, all right. All right, guys, realize this. I love you. I want your marriages to succeed. I want all your relationships in life to succeed, to succeed. But I realize this. Unless you're right on the inside, you'll never be right on the outside, okay? And you will have conflict all of your life. You will go crazy. I don't want that. I don't want to visit you at some sane asylum or something, you know, some psychiatric work because you lost it because you didn't listen to God's word and God's spirit. Okay. Shake it off, Matt. Shake it off. All right. You with me? Be nice. This is Matt from the Man Cave.